Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. You know, we're going to get into a little bit of neuronic, a little bit of fun, a little bit of a phone system nightmare, and all sorts of other weird stuff. We're just going to move down the list you cannot see, um, so this will make probably no sense. The segues alone fucking... I might rearrange stuff. Let's just be... Fair. No, looks pretty good to me. This note says constant explanation slash apologizing slash validation. And what this is, <laughs> is basically how I run my life. Thanks to uh, my father issues, I, of course, have my constant need for um, validation. And uh, sometimes that I will, you know, I had a friend who goes, uh, why don't you just stay the night over at my place and we can have our business meeting uh, the next morning, which would have been fine but I was uh, this the business meeting was going to be on Saturday and I was recording the sports boys on Friday night and they live on the southeast side of town the way I do so it's like well no it's actually easier for them to just drive me home and I just make it to the business meeting at 11 which was off South Broadway and I just said you know no thanks and when I Ryan Lizzie um, ended up you know coming into my work just to kill some time and I was like hey let me just explain, like, the whole, you know, we live on the same side, of the, the, the sports boys and I live on the same side of town, and that's why I'm not going to go hang out with you on Friday night, and then we'll just have the business meeting on, on Saturday morning together. Like, you know, and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry, and he goes, that's, that's fine. I was like, I'm, and he's like, you have this constant need to, like, explain yourself and apologize when you don't need to. It was just an offer. And I went, I know, but I, I feel like, you know, and this is me personally, where I say, like, you know, that I, I just feel that, um, you know, I don't want to blow anyone off or make them think that I'm not being social or um, warm with them, that, you know, I don't want to hurt their feelings by going, no, I don't want to, you know, it, it's not, it literally is not you, it's me. I have this constant need to, like, explain myself and go, look, I'm really sorry, but this is what's going on in my head. And, which has its ups, it, it has the, the plus side of that people know where I'm coming from when I explain stuff. Um, but I tend to do it, like, kind of after the fact, so it just makes me look neurotic and weird and that comes from like I need people to go it's okay you're okay and you know what that should come from me and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit but that's that need of validation so I have to like explain everything and go look I'm really sorry and then it's like why are, the fu why are you fucking apologizing they say to me and then I go why the fuck am I apologizing I didn't do anything wrong but you know that that sense of wrongdoing no matter how minuscule it, it, it it's in all of us you know the you know I constantly think like oh, I'm gonna be found out for what nothing I'm not doing anything wrong I'm not doing anything wrong legally I'm not doing anything wrong like emotionally or or socially but yet again I I feel the need to like apologize because of how I was raised and 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 my dad pretty much acting like everything I did didn't fucking matter or wasn't fucking good enough so therein lies kind of the two-headed beast of apologizing and the search for validation i will say uh and i am going off off uh, off book in terms of the uh the list you cannot see's order not that you would even know um but see once again i need to fucking explain i'm not gonna apologize for it because this is my fucking show but i had to explain that i woke up a couple days ago with an odd sense of confidence like, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to take on the world. And you know what? I'm going to win. Now, longtime listeners and good friends know that that level of confidence in me is rare and or a facade. But I was like, fuck yeah. And that alone was weird. But then I asked a girl out 
holy shit, she said no. Well, actually, she uh, uh, she stammered nervously, and I went, it's okay to say no. And she was like, I'm, I'm very flattered, but, you know, I, I don't think I said, that's fine. Let's not make this weird. It's cool. So that kind of goes into this whole note that said, well, I'm going to explain it, um, and there are going to be some spoilers for uh, two weeks ago's uh, episode of Gotham uh, called The Scarecrow. Guess who appears in that? But I was thinking about the last three girls I've asked out, and, and one was taken, uh, one was very taken, which was married, uh, so one was dating some dude, one was married, and then there was this one who I'm pretty sure she may have been a lesbian. I don't say that, like, because, oh, she said no to me. I mean, like, I think she might be a lesbian, and that's why it threw her off that I asked. But there's, you know... I've always dealt with a fear of rejection, and I'm trying to get better about it and going out into the world, and Lizzie has said he's going to drag me to these meetups. I've talked about that. This episode of Gotham had Julian Sands, who I'm just glad he's getting work after boxing Helena and Warlock, but um, he, he's uh, Jonathan Crane, the Scarecrow's dad, and he's working on this, like, fear um, inoculation, right? He's trying to, like, eliminate fear in himself, uh, Consider he thinks it's, like, a biological evolutionary thing. But anyway... And I was thinking about that in conjunction with the fear of rejection. And I'm going, I mean, uh, uh, um, no pun intended with the fear of rejection thing. But, but what I'm saying is I need to, like, inoculate myself against rejection. And when I asked out a uh, blonde girl and she said no, it wasn't the end of the world. And when I asked out bartender and she said I'm married, it wasn't the end of the world. And when I asked out what could be lesbian, it wasn't the end of the world, like, I'm fine. I'm starting to inoculate myself against that dumb fear of rejection. And like I said on the show, I don't know how many times, literally, well, metaphorically, uh, countless, because you could literally go through and count over the course of the last 73 episodes I've done, but I'm going to be okay. Um, and that goes back to like what I said a couple minutes ago about that validation where I look to people to say, like, you're okay. Everything's fine. Nerd do good. Like, you know, it's okay. But to me, I, that needs to come from me. And inoculating myself against this rejection, whether it be romantically when asking someone out uh, on a date, which I'm sure I would be horrible at, or, you know, just socially, like I talk about the social anxiety and, and you know, if my jokes don't land or, um, you know, feeling weird when I eat in front of people, like, I need to get over all this and go, I'm okay. And I need to not... I need to, once again, inoculate myself against that rejection. They're not going to reject me because of my chewing. They're not going to reject me, ultimately. You know, if they're not interested in me romantically, great, fine, no worries. Socially, okay. You're not going to get along with everybody or, you know, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. But, you know, I need to eliminate that fear of rejection. And then that episode of Gotham kind of made me want to connect that. Now, speaking of acting fucking weird in public, I have been obsessed with a new podcast that you've heard uh, Deb and, and Lizzie and I talk about on probably the last couple, uh, no applause, uh, just the claps, called uh, Welcome to Night Vale. And how I dodged this because it was too close to something else I had written. Now, while uh, a similar premise... Some weird small town. Um, there's a set in the desert. Mine was set in the mountains. And um, theirs is kind of um, a surreal humor, whereas mine was um, very influenced by um, Twilight Zone and um, X-Files. It's a bit more dramatic, a bit more serious as opposed to being tongue-in-cheek. 
but it's made me think about like, A, I'm obsessed with fucking Night Vale. Um, it's all I do is fucking talk about it. And I'm trying to remember like all the quotes I want to say on every week's like, no applause, just the clap. And I'm like sitting there going, oh, I just want, you know, I'm, I'm about uh, a third through on the 61 episodes I've got. Um, and if iTunes would quit fucking uh, deleting all my music and podcasts off my phone once a week, which is apparently a bug in iTunes that Apple knows about and isn't fucking fixing. But anyway, I'd be probably closer to almost halfway through. So, um, but I refer to something as Night Vale Purple. It's the background on my uh, phone. I couldn't find a, a good background for the uh, Night Vale High School uh, Scorpions football team to my liking, but whatever. I'm totally obsessed with it. And it made me want to go back and kind of um, look over uh, and readdress what I wrote called Black Falls, which I wrote back in the days of MySpace. Um, basically every week I put out a new chunk of this novella. So over the course of a year, I told the entire story, um, which seemed very, um, disjointed and non sequitur. And then when it was getting ready to see print, I put it out and, or I, I tore it apart and put it in like these huge chunks of like, well, these are thematically the same. This has all the same character in it. And I kind of made it a bit, uh, well, a lot more coherent. And I'm kind of revisiting Black Falls and going, maybe this could be a podcast. I'd love to, to do something like Night Vale. I don't want to rip them off. I'm not saying that at all. I think that my story is wholly original and has a different tone. But to do, you know, to once again, like, Deb, I've talked about doing Fear Agents because it's an unused comic book idea I've got. And I'm going, yeah, we could totally turn that into a podcast. It's just extremely time-consuming with all the sound effects and actors, um, which I hope one day will Fear Agents will see the light of day. Originally, it was a, a comic called uh, The Pandora Legacy, but Black Falls is already written, whereas Fear Agents, it's I kind of ongoingly write it, but I need to start breaking it down into, you know, episode chapters. And then, you know, KBACN, I'm working on, you know, I haven't written in, in a while, but, um, you know, working on each, yeah, I was trying to do, you know, a, a scene, um, a couple scenes a week. Black Falls is already written. I just have to, you know, probably run it by Deb and say, this is what I'm thinking you know, I'm going to do a pilot episode and then you let me know what you think. And it's probably going to be a couple weeks before that's even ready. But I'd A, like to add another show to the to the stable. We're going to be launching Lizzie's Splinter in Your Mind probably end of the month, beginning of March, hopefully. Uh, and I guess February is kind of a short month. So, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe you know, by the end of March, I'd like to see episodes happening. So to add on, you know, Black Falls and, and Splinter in Your Mind expands our profile and I'd get to use this I think really neat idea um, I'm glad that you know kind of the creative juices are flowing again I've been reading a ton my mom bought me a bunch of books as kind of a probation graduation present and I got uh, Pat Oswald's Silver Screen Fiend uh, the new Veronica Mars novel Mr. Kiss and Tell and, um, and then a Batman Beyond comic that you know was kind of in the middle of a story and I was like fuck now I gotta find the beginning of it um, but it was really good. I really liked it. I once again, love, love Terry McGinnis' Batman. Lastly, I want to talk about the DMV and its nightmare phone system. Now, really, I could just stop there and you would all go, Jesus Christ, I've been in the DMV personally. I can't imagine what their phone system was like. Well, let me tell you. Every, uh, you know, press one for this option, like press two for this option, all of the options are very broad, uh, or sometimes vague, and, uh, you know, I was like, I, I, I cycled through, I went back to the main menu twice, like, it took me about a good 
probably 15 minutes just to get to the point where I could talk to an operator or whatever, uh, an officer of the DMV, and it was like, your wait time is 45 minutes. And I'm going, you know what? It's going to take me less time to go to two different counties to, you know, talk to them about records I need to get, which are, long story short, I, long story short, um, I got in some trouble. I had my license revoked uh, in 2002, 2003. Uh, I was eligible for uh, reinstatement in 2004. Well, you know what? It's 2015. I still have a license. I never needed one. I worked downtown. I lived downtown. I traverse buses as if they were magic carpets and that cloud thing from Dragon Ball. So, which is weird because I'm wearing, totally wearing my Goku shirt right now. You can't see it, but I am. Why would I lie to you about that? So, but I'm going to, you know, like I said, get my license back, get a car, but, you know, grown-up job. So it the DMV fucking phone system, I'd rather deal with county clerks and waste an entire day than fucking deal with the DMV phone system. It is Byzantine at best. At worst, it is just this horrible Mobius strip of hold music and dumb announcements about their website that don't doesn't answer any fucking questions because it's the same broad FAQ bullshit that's on their fucking phone system. So fucking, you know, I'm, I'm doing shame finger. Are you picking that up, Mike? Shame finger. God damn it. Now I'm mad. But moving on. Um, so that's that's the end of the list you cannot see. And, you know, Deb was trying to get a hold of me um, about a couple minutes ago, so... I'm going to call her back since I'm talking about all this stuff about her. Maybe I should tell her fucking that, but she's been out of town. So, um, that's it from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I'm Doug, and from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!